because oftentimes God will put something on our hearts to do for someone, to how to honor someone, and then that someone out of pride or whatever will, will flat reject that honor. And we say, no, God bless you, but you're not going to block my blessing. Amen? Amen? Anybody ever has somebody try to block their blessing? Amen? So join me now uh, in the book of Genesis, chapter 14. The book of Genesis, chapter 14. Church, never let someone dishonor what is intended to glorify God. Amen? Never let what you think about somebody outdistance what God has appointed that person to do. Amen? Genesis chapter 14, verse 17. Now, after he returned from the defeat of the Cheddar Laomers, and the kings who were with him, the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Sheba, that is the valley of kings. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out the bread and wine. And he was the priest king. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram by God most high, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God most high, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abram gave him a tenth of everything. Put a pen there. And Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. Abraham gave him a tenth of his spoils. And Abraham gave him a tenth of his spoil, and the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the persons, but take the goods for yourself. Now, you know who this is, saying this to Abram. He says, he says, he says look, he says, give me, give me my people, and you take the spoils. Look, this, and, and Abraham knew what the spirit was that was trying to speak to him. He says, get, he, says, he says, give me the people, give me my people back, but you can take the spoils. And that's a trick. Because at the end of the day, all glory goes to God. Amen? At the, at the end of the day, no matter, what, no matter what God has assigned you to do or where God has assigned you to go, all glory belongs to him. Amen? But this spirit was telling Abram, look, if you'll just give me the folk, you just give me my folk back, and you take all the spoils, we good. What was his response? Abram had to, said to the king, Sodom, he says, I lift my hand to the Lord God most high, possessor of heaven and earth, that I would not take a thread or a sandal strap or anything that is yours. Did you see that? Sometimes you're going to have to tell somebody, I, I, look, because you know where it's coming from, I'm not going to take any of that. 
because all too often we're quick to take it. It was a trick. Why? Because Abraham knew that the king of Sodom would then go out and say, look, I made Abram rich. Do you see that? Do you see that? And that's what some of us do. That's what some folk do. Some, so, somebody will do something for you, and, and you'll, be, you'll be grateful. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. But you know, the, the Spirit of the Lord will give you wisdom. See? Now, now Abraham had just, was just fresh off of a battle. He had gotten Lot and his family back. But he ended up sitting at the table of Melchizedek, gave Melchizedek a tithe, and immediately received fresh revelation from the Lord. Do you hear me? What was that revelation? Do not take anything from Sodom. Amen. <laughs> Do not take it. Because it's not going to be a blessing, and it's not going to bless me. Amen. Paul had the same issue. Paul had this issue of uh, wanting to, well, I, I'm not going to take anything from the church because, um, you know, I know those people. And so I don't, I don't you know, I'm not going to do it. He says, he says, he says, I'm not going to do it. First Corinthians chapter 9. He says, am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Am I not Seen, have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Are you not the result of my work in the Lord? Even though I may not be an apostle to others, surely I'm an apostle to you. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. This is my defense to those who sit in judgment on me. He goes on. Don't we have a right to food or drink? Don't we have a right to take a believing wife along with us? As do the other apostles and the Lord's brothers and Cephas? Or is it only I and Barnabas who lack the right to work for a living? Who serves, at, who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat of its grapes? Who tends a flock and does not drink of its milk? Verse 14. In the same way, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel. But I have not used any of these rights, Paul says. He says, he says yeah, the, yeah, the Lord commanded it, but I have not used any of these rights. And I am not writing this, he says, he says, and I am not writing this in the hope that you will do such things for me. For I would rather die, he says than to allow anyone to deprive me of this boast. Paul knew his folk. He knew the congregation. 
But what he also knew was what God had commanded them to, him to do. And the truth is, this was really not about Paul. This was about God's people. He did not want to receive what he was in, entitled to receive. And he, but but, he, but he, he, he's going to write about it. And he says, I'm not writing about this so you can do what the Lord says that you're supposed to do for me. He's saying, no, I'm not going to take any of it. I'm not going to take any of that so that you can boast to say that you did it for me. So that you can, so that you can rub it in my face. This is Paul. Yeah, this is the same one that says, you know, when I want to do right, I won't. When I want to, when I want to do, Lord, what you, what you ask me to do, sometimes I do the other things. Anybody like that? Amen? So Paul is not perfect, but what Paul is doing is allowing his pride, help me, Jesus, is allowing his pride to, to help block his, the, the church's blessings, see. He's saying it. That's what the Bible says. He says, he says, I would rather die than to allow you to dishonor what I've done. Amen? He says, he said, look, he said, I would, I would rather clock out of here than allow you to boast about what you've done for me. When we do what we do for someone, we should be doing for that person as unto God. Amen? Amen? Not, not that person's name, not that person's position, not that person's house, not where they live or what kind of job they have. What we do, we do unto God. Amen? We do unto God. And, 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 God, and, and God helped some pastors who, who said, well, you know, I'm just not going to do, I'm just not, I'm, I'm just not, I don't feel that this is the right thing to do. No, this is what God said do. Amen? And, and, and look, it is not about us. <laughs> it's not about the leaders of the church. It's not about the elders. It's about getting God's people closer to him. Amen? And you know what? And so we got to get out of God's way and allow God's word to minister to God's people so that they can get the blessings he's called them to have. Hallelujah. 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 There is, there is no way that I am supposed to say, well, you know, uh, 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 I, 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 don't want, I, don't, I don't want this, uh, this, this, uh, this offering. I don't want that. No. If God put that on your heart to do, let me get out of God's way. Amen? Let me get out of God's way because I would be blocking your blessing. It is so not about me. It is so not about the pastors. It is so not about the elders. It's all about you, church. <laughs> It's all about you and God wanting to bless you. Amen? Amen? Amen. Paul knew his flock. He knew what these people were like. He said, I would rather die than take anything from them. I would rather die than receive what they, what they want to give me. He said, he, said, why? he said, because I know the motive behind what they're doing. It doesn't matter what you think you know about somebody. God knows. Hallelujah. God knows. Somebody can raise up a weapon against you and, and, and ask that you can, and show you the weapon, but don't worry about it because God's got that. Amen? God's got you. Amen? 
and everything, hallelujah, everything that God has ordained for you to have, don't you know you're going to get it? Hallelujah. Don't you know it's yours already? So let us get out of the way of God. Let's, let's get out of God's way. God put something, the Lord put something on your heart to do for your pastor or to do for your neighbor or to do for your wife. Do it. Hallelujah. Do it. Do it. And don't just do it. Do it unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It, it, whatever it is, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm talking to somebody this morning. Whatever it is, God has put on your heart to do for your church. You need to be about doing it. Amen. 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 Because don't, don't look at the pastor. Don't look at the ministers. You, you look to God. Hallelujah. Because I didn't write this. Pastor Sonny didn't write this. Amen. This is the word of God. <laughs> this is the word. We got nothing. <laughs> We've got nothing but the word of God. Amen. It's the word of God. Amen. And it's to bless you. It's to help grow you. It's to help prosper you. It's to help get you to where God wants you to be. And God does not want you to be where you're at right now. Well, Pastor, I'm okay with where I'm at right now. You don't want what you think you want. You really want what God wants for you. Amen? Amen? God's bigger than what we think we want. <laughs> Amen? He's grander than what we think we want. <laughs> Amen? And look, look, if, if, God, if God loves us and he's never going to forsake us, then we need to stay, hallelujah, in his word. Amen? 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 Amen. Paul knew those people. He knew his flock. He knew what they wanted to do. What Paul should have done was let them do it. Amen? Amen? He's, because, because in denying them that, he's blocking their blessing. God knows if, if somebody is doing something for the wrong reason, you don't have to know it, and it's not about what you think you know. God knows it. God knows it. If somebody puts some poison in your tea, hallelujah, and they say, well, would you care for a sip of tea? God knows there's poison in that tea. Amen? God not going to let you Check out of here until he's, until he's ready for you to check out of here. Amen? Amen? Be gracious. Hallelujah. Be gracious. Be gracious in all ways. Amen? In all things. Paul knew. Amen? Tell your neighbor, Paul knew those folk. Amen? Honoring the Bible uh, means to esteem, a value, or to give great respect to somebody. Amen? So to honor someone is to value them highly or bestow value upon them. The Bible exhorts us to express honor and esteem. Pastor has been teaching this for, for a long time now to, to our parents and to our elders and to those who are appointed to positions and to offices by the Lord. Amen? But we must understand this. We must understand that all authority and honor belong to God alone. Amen? Amen? Uh, uh, don't, don't try to grab God's glory. Amen? 
It is so not about us, church. It is so not about us. It is all about you. Hallelujah. Amen. It's all about you. But God gets the glory. Amen. First, first uh, Chronicles 29.11. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is within, in heaven and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Hallelujah. 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 First Timothy 1 Timothy 1.17. To the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, our ought to be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Forever. Forever, church. That means always. Always, always the glory belongs to God. No matter what. No matter what I do. No matter what you do. No matter what you have on your heart that you want to do for your neighbor or, or, or for your boss on the, on the job or, or how, how about this, for your wife. Amen? Amen? You do it unto God. Amen? Because at the end of the day, the glory belongs to him. Amen? 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 It belongs to him. Revelation 5.13. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be blessings and honor and glory and might forever and ever hallelujah 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 blessings and honor glory and power forever and ever ever and ever hallelujah God be glorified in this place today hallelujah be glorified in, the, in, in, this, in this house today. Be glorified. God, we got nothing, but you got everything. Hallelujah. Bless your holy name. Bless your holy name. Every possession that we have, every dime that you've got, every car that you drive, every house that you live in belongs to God. Hallelujah. And if you'll live your life that way, if you'll live your life to allow your possessions, hallelujah, to be God's possessions, that means every time you turn around and there's an opportunity for you to bless somebody, if there's an opportunity for you to come along somebody, you go ahead and do that and watch how God blesses you. Amen? Look, church, this is no name it, claim it message. I'm not a name it, claim it preacher. I'm a Bible-based preacher. Amen? Amen? Run tell that. Amen? Amen. See, he can delegate his authority to whoever he chooses. Amen? To a child. Hallelujah. He can do that. He can do that. If that's his wish, if that's, his, if, if that's God's delight, to bring up a baby preaching and teaching the word of God, look, he'll do that because he uses whoever he chooses, church. Amen? Ephesians 4.11 and he gave some apostles, some prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers to equip, there it is, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry for building up the body of Christ. 
Why did he do it? He did it to equip the saints. It was all about God's people. Amen? He did it to make sure that at the end of the day, there would be no excuse. There would be no excuse for, for, for the, the, the church. There would be no excuse because he sent some pastors and some teachers and some preachers to what? Give you the word of God. Amen? And let me tell you something. You won't be able to tell God you didn't know it. Amen? But it, it, and, and that's not an admonishment. The point is, it's the word of God to equip the saints. So you come into the house of God to get equipped. Amen? To get the what? To, to, to get equipped. To get to be armed. Hallelujah. To get equipped. To go out and build up the body of Christ. Amen? Amen? And sometimes we think that, well, you know, I don't want to go to a Bible study today. I don't want to because I got something else going on. Look, I'm, later on we're going to talk about the, the, the first century church. But the Bible is clear about what the intentions were here. Amen? Amen? Peter tells us to honor all people, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. 1 Peter 2.17. The idea of honoring others, especially those in authority, came from the fact that they represent God's ultimate authority. Amen? So don't you get mad because somebody is not telling you what you, don't, what you want to hear. Because if you're, if you're rejecting what they're telling you and it's in the word of God, then you're rejecting God. Amen? Amen? I want to say that. I want to make that perfectly clear. Look, their, their, their authority is of God. So if you deny them, you're denying God. Amen? If you can't say amen, say ouch. Amen. Amen. Classic example of this commandment is submit to the government authority because they have been established of God. Amen? Amen? Romans 13, 1 and 2. Let every person be subject to the government, governing authority, for there is no authority except from God. Get that? And those that exist have been instituted by God. Hallelujah. Verse 2. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resist what God has appointed. Ho. Oh. Amen? Whoever resists authority resists what God has appointed. Watch this. And those who resist will be judged. Amen? Amen? Will be judged. Will be judged. This means that it is incumbent upon Christians to honor those whom God has placed over us through our obedience. Amen? And demonstrations of respect. Amen? 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 To do otherwise is to dishonor God. Amen? Amen? Now the Bible speaks of another noteworthy group of people who are deserving double honor. The leadership of the church called elders, pastors, teachers, preachers. In 1 Timothy, again, verse, 
verse Timothy 5, 17. Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the preaching and teaching. There it is. Uh-oh. Let the elders, does your Bible say this? Let the elders who rule well, hallelujah, my pastor rules well, amen? <laughs> Come on, hallelujah. 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 Let me, let, let, me, let me say this. I, 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 was, I was ordained and, and, and appointed to a church in 1999. 1999. And, when, and, and, and God has blessed us. Hallelujah. He, he, has, he has blessed us. And he has blessed us so much that now, 22 years later, he has moved us into the ministry that he has moved us into where we can come and be a blessing and get blessed. Hallelujah. And he sent me to this church. Hallelujah. To be under my pastor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is a man of God. He is, he is a called shepherd of God. Amen. And I, and I got to tell you, uh, in the ministry, we pastors know uh, those who God has called and those who just came. Amen. Amen. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. Because I, not everybody who came was called. Our pastor was called. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. The man, the man is called. Church, church, and, 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 and he loves, he loves, he loves the people's soul. Look, look. And he might do, he might say what, what Paul said. He might say, well, I'm going to lay down and die. I don't want my pastor to die. Amen. But see, we as pastors, sometimes we love, we love the, the, the flock like we love our children. And we do stuff for them. We know we, we, know we shouldn't do it because we know it's going to come back and bite us later. <laughs> Amen. They want, that, they want that car. We give it to them. They tear it up a week later. But we love them so much we did it. We knew we shouldn't have done it. Amen? We knew we shouldn't have done it. We knew we shouldn't have given them all that candy. <laughs> we, we, knew, we knew we shouldn't have done that. We, well, Daddy, can I have some candy? Oh, baby, yeah, you can have some candy. <laughs> and when that, that dental bill came in, <laughs> you were like, God, but it's because we love you. Amen? And we'll do anything for you. God. And the truth is, we'll die. Amen? We'll die. we'll die. We'll lay it down. We'll lay it down because God has called us to. Amen? He has called us to. So, so, so what 1 Timothy 5, 17 says, he says, let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. Amen? Amen? To do otherwise is to dishonor God. Amen? I don't know who I'm talking to, but I know I'm talking to somebody. Amen? The first century church, some elders labored in the word and doctrine, and, and others did it in private. But there's something about the first century church that we don't see much in the church today. They had something that I think we've, we've allowed to escape. Amen? The elders all attended to the interests of the church 
and we're aware of the needs of the members. In other words, they paid attention. <laughs> Amen? Amen. You didn't have, in this church, and this was a communal church, they, you, didn't have, you didn't have to worry about if there was something, if your baby was sick, if your baby was sick, you didn't have to worry about calling somebody. Pastor was already there. The elders were already there. Amen? Because they knew. They knew. Because your baby got sick, and, and the neighbor heard the baby crying, the neighbor called the elder. Amen? <laughs> this is the kind of church. This was, this was a, the, first, the first century church. What did they have that, that some churches don't have? That? They had the Holy Spirit flowing freely in the church. Amen? Let me tell you what else they did. They took care of the elders and the pastors. Amen? There was no need, there was no need to, to take up an offering. The people freely gave. Amen? Because it was a communal church. What you had, I had. What I had, you had. Amen? So, so what we could see this church, basically about this church, is that it was a loving church. It was a, it was a loving church. Amen? Amen. So what can we take away from the first century church? That they were a loving church. They, don't, look, they didn't just love their pastor. They loved their members. They loved each other. Amen? Amen? Amen. And they did it what? Unto God. They loved, they loved not, not because of what, I, what, what somebody had or, or didn't have. They were a communal church. If I had it, you had it. If you had it, I had it. Amen? I didn't have to call you and ask you for something. The Spirit of the Lord would tell you what I need, and you'd bring it to me and put it at my door. Amen? Amen? That's the kind of church that God wants to come back for. That's the kind of bride that he wants to come back and receive. A loving church. A communal church. Amen? Amen. The first century church, they, had, they taught several times a day. Amen? They had fellowship several times a day. They broke bread together several times a day. Amen? 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 Amen. If I had a problem, you knew I had a problem. Amen? <laughs> if you had a problem, bless God, I knew you had a problem. And not because I was being nosy, but because I cared. Amen? Amen? Amen. They were a communal-oriented community church. Amen? They were a loving church. Amen? Romans 12.10. Love one another with brotherly love and affection. Watch this. Outdo one another in showing honor. Ah, did you see that? Outdo. Outdo one another in showing honor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, when you wake up in the morning and that's your attitude, God's got a blessing for you. Amen? Amen? You can't outgive God, but if you wake up in the morning with the attitude that you're going to outdo one another, showing honor to one another, you're going to be in a blessed situation with a blessed community. Amen? Amen. 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 Romans 12, 3. For by grace given to me, I say, everyone among you should not think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. Amen? 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 So now, amen. <laughs> so, so, if you can't say amen, say ouch. Be, 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 because some of us uh, 
think we're all that. Amen. Amen. And a bag of chips. Amen. <laughs> but, don't think, but don't think more highly. Amen. Esteem others. Amen. Amen. And the book of Proverbs illustrates the association of one's behavior with its resulting honor. For example, he who pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. Do you see that? He who pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. Proverbs 21, 21. Whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life, righteousness, and honor. I didn't write this. Amen? Amen? What are you pursuing today? What are you going after? Go after this. Amen? Go after this. Proverbs 22.4. The reward for humility. There it is. The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's your reward. That's, come on, give him, come on, you better give him some praise. Look, I, can, look, look, look I, came, I came here to tell you this morning to tell you that you don't have to wait around for the judgment. Help me, Jesus. You, you, you don't have to wait around for the judgment. God loves you, and he wants to bless you now. He wants to bless you now. He wants to bless you on this side of heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't wait for the judgment. Don't be sitting around waiting for the judgment. God doesn't want you to wait for the judgment. God wants to bless you now. And if you'll humble yourself, church. Hallelujah. If you'll humble yourself, there's a reward. The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches. Hallelujah. And honor and life. Hallelujah. 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 You got a reward coming. It's riches. This is not a name, this is not a name and claim it. Look, and don't and so don't run tell that. Pastor Coles. No, no. This is the word of God. There's a reward. And you don't have to wait around for the judgment to get it. And, 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 and let me just say this. Lord, forgive me. Lord, deliver me, Lord, from folk who are so heavenly bound they're no earthly good. Amen? God's got a blessing for you. He's got a reward for you. He, 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 he's, he's got a reward for you if you just humble yourself. What is that a reward, Pastor? Bible says riches. Hallelujah. 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 It's okay. It's okay. It, 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 this is not me. This is the word. Your reward is riches. Hallelujah. Honor. Hallelujah. Life. What kind of life? My Bible says, John 10, 10, my Bible says, life more abundantly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Life more, not just any kind of life, but life more abundantly. Look, the devil's a liar. The thief comes only to steal and kill, to destroy. Hey, he says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. 
Hallelujah. 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 You may have messed up. You may have messed up along the way and done something and said, well, you know, Pastor Cole, I'm just, I don't know if I'm worthy of this honor. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Listen, your enemies have, 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 have come against you and they have chased you all the way into the church. Amen. But let me tell you something. God has drawn a line, hallelujah, in the sands of your life and told the enemy here and no further. Amen. 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 Anybody know something about the sands of your life? The sands of your life can't be counted. But God, God knows what they are. God knows the number. God knows the hairs on your head. And he has drawn a line in the sands of your life and told the devil, here and no further. Amen. Here and no further. And no further. Why? 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 Because you can pick up the word of God today. You can get this. You can catch this. You can eat this. You can chew on this. You can carry this out with you and understand that no matter whatever I did uh, before I got saved or after I got saved, look, the Bible says, Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you there with me today? Are you there with me today? Are you in Christ Jesus today? Do you want your reward today? Do you want to walk in this, in this word today? Do you want your riches? Hallelujah. Do you want your honor? Hallelujah. Do you want your life? Hallelujah. Then go ahead and give God the praise. God bless you. God bless you. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.